Hi, welcome to Conversations on Public Health. I'm your host Prachi. Join me every week as I travel across India, speaking to folks who are solving massive public health challenges facing our country and the larger developing world. Traffic, unsafe and loud roads and a less than desirable public transportation systems are banes of practically every Indian city in the 21st century. They're ubiquitous and we don't even realize the massive public health impact that they're having on urban populations when it comes to asthma, hypertension, obesity and completely avoidable road accidents. We got hold of the very busy Sarika Pandabhat to answer some of our questions. Sarika is the co-founder of Ragiri Day, India's first car-free day campaign. She's an architect and an urban planner and currently works as, at Nagaro as associate director. She writes extensively on road safety and urban design, and you can find her articles in various leading dailies. Sarika, a very welcome to our show. Thank you. Thank you, Prachi, so much. So not a lot of us really understand what goes on into Indian road design. What is the process of it and how are policymakers, how are engineers, how are planners thinking about it? So you ask about three people actually, policymakers, engineers and planners. All three of them actually think in very different way. So policymakers of course consider all these things. We have great policies, uh, we have great national policies, we have great state level policies, we have great city level policies also. But problem is when it comes into implementation. So here what we do, we prioritize the motorist the motor vehicle of in our city because that is what we see and what we see we work for them but we do forget that everything has to be data driven you know how a city is moving that is very important before we can going or concluding to a design process we need to understand how the city is moving that is important part is missing in our planning and education part so there is the gap actually because it's always oh there is a traffic jam so let's build more road without understanding that more road is not going to solve traffic jams and it's science you know it's a supply versus demand kind you know it's not like demand versus supply it's supply you are supplying more roads you will get more vehicle and the problem is that here we are just treating the symptoms uh, okay, short term symptoms that there is a traffic jam, let's build more road. We are not going deep down to actually treat the disease. And the disease is that, okay, traffic is there, but what is the problem? How you are going to treat? You have to less the traffic. It's not that you are going to build more traffic by providing more roads. So if there is traffic jam, you have to treat it as a disease. What we do? I have a heart disease. I have to get rid of heart disease, right? Uh, okay. All right. Then so you're, you're espousing the ideology that building more flyovers, more underpasses, widening roads, these will not reduce traffic. And that, in fact, on the contrary, they'll only contribute to more traffic. Absolutely. So because, is it because you think that these are short-term solutions? It is not a solution at all. So building more road is not solution at all. As I said, if there is traffic issues, you need to reduce that issue. You need to reduce the traffic. And how you can reduce the traffic? One, you definitely need more and more public transport system in the city. And reliable, affordable, sustainable public transport system. That is, you know, the, the backbone of a city's mobility is city bus service, buses. 
more and more buses actually more and more good quality buses reliable buses informative buses that is what you need second your last mile connectivity which is only walking and cycling there is no other way for your last mile connectivity if you want to promote public transport system so the most important thing is you need to give more and more space to pedestrians and cyclists in your city rather than giving space to the vehicle because okay. this is how it is going to solve your mobility issue your traffic issue but right. we are working in other way out so this is the problem actually but you know we've seen over the last 10 15 years there's been a willingness with the government to try and build mass public transportation systems in different cities in the country for example delhi has one but even then delhi's pollution woes they don't seem to be ending no 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 so that is that the demand in delhi is around 14 12 to 14000 buses right now only 5000 buses are operating now when we talk a little bit about you know uh, road design uh, not a lot of us really understand like i said road design what are good features of a safe and healthy road uh, first thing is dividing that road or i will call it street for equal like you know for uh, basically providing equal space to road all the road users if not equal at least adequate space so the four most important of a road designers to have building slow roads not fast roads so that is the fundamental problem in our roads what we think if we built wide roads fast road then the traffic will move fast but it is again neither it is going to move fast because there will be a bot- bottleneck somewhere mm-hmm. okay he that person is going to stuck somewhere second thing it becomes really really uh, you know unsafe for the road users all kind of road not just pedestrian cycling for vehicle vehicles also if you build more highways inside the cities or more fast roads inside the city right see we need to understand that the road what is the def- why we build road the fundamental of building is road is to making people commute from one place to another it is not for any race or not for anything the fundamental use is to commute and commute means safely affordably you one can commute from a to b so we forget that it is for the commuting and we always think that okay road is basically where we can move fast mm-hmm. no if we correct that fundamental things then we can actually build more good streets inside the city and we need to understand that is in india and even other countries also there are multiple kind of road users even in india we have you know carts also hand driven carts animal driven carts auto rickshaw cycle rickshaws multiple things there are slow moving vehicles and there are fast moving vehicles so we need to understand this and when once we segregate this slow moving vehicles to fast moving vehicles then we address both the thing addressing the safety of this road users also and then second thing we can do better traffic management also because when we mix all this traffic we have issue of traffic management also in this so first is how to build this slow street second good walkways is fundamental thing it is we have right to walk right yes. but problem is that you if you see we built a footpath considering that okay any abled you know young men 
has to walk but we forget that there are old people there are children there are pregnant women and multiple other people who are walking in that road and what we do like you know we don't consider them in our design parameters so first is that educate good walkways second thing is having good cycle track third thing is having lines landscaping or you know green coverage along the road fourth thing is eye on street we need people in the street where we always tend to remove the street vendors from the street but that is not the solution we need to incorporate them in our design you know that is the pro- that is again one more biggest parameter what we do where we build this fast moving roads we Im- remove this street vendors that is not the solution what we have to do we to incorporate in our design these are the few things and of course properly lit the street has to be properly lit and all this these are the basic parameters where one can say that oh to build start with the building good roads so you know i've often seen that you know we've our walkways right they will be encroached uh, by like you know our favorite tea shack or a favorite dhaba or they'll be discontinued at places because gaadi ke liye driveway banana hai ghar jaane ke liye when that ha- and we're willing to look the other way when stuff like that happens so sometimes i feel like is it a preference problem like do we value these other services more than we value like a basic walkway no that is a thing we don't we don't value all this that's why why we say that we need to incorporate all these in our design parameter okay you have to give a space to enter to a building but there are design parameters where you can there are design principles there are design strategy which you can include in that like for example you can make a table top mm-hmm. where you can the vehicle can go inside but not disturbing the walkway or the cycle track at grade so all these things are there where one can think on the design principles and design parameters to incorporate all these things as i said street vendors they sit in the edge of the yeb and uh, basically encroach the footpath but actually if you give them a right space where there is a demand for them they will not encroach your footpath but you know, you know in india there is such a huge space and also like finance constraint there is no finance constraint or huge space constraint nothing nothing actually problem is that we have everything we have all kind of resources we have money to build flyover and underpass but we don't have money to build footpath and cycle track why we are spending crores of money in building metro where we don't need metro but we are don't have a basic bus city bus service in our cities even in towns problem is prioritizing things where we want to invest it is that is the problem not that we don't have money we have enough money but what about space don't you don't wouldn't you say that space is a real constraint in like urban india today no again i am giving example as per any master plan we should have only 11% of road space think gurgaon we have more than 30% of road space as our land use we don't have playgrounds we don't have good quality parks playgrounds for our children to have give them a healthy lifestyle that is what a children need in the city but what we have is huge parking spaces in our city any open space or go full of parking we have huge wide roads because we are adding more and more vehicles in the city and so and forth we are providing more and more roads and we are killing our good land use that that is the problem if we have good 
public transport we have good walking cycling infrastructure then we are less dependent on vehicles and that particular space can be used in other good way so what is the solution to this then as in how do you solve as for i this? said so the solution is first is providing this right infrastructure as i said more and more public transport system every like if i'm starting from my home after uh, like you know in my doorstep i should have a bus sir bus stop seamless i'm walking to the bus yeah i'm walking to a bus stop and i am directing getting from point a to point b by a bus or if i have good cycle track for example in gurgaon the average trip length you know the travel length is seven kilometer which i people like us can easily cycle right yeah my daughter's school is just 2.5 kilometer from my house she can easily cycle to a school but because of lack of infrastructure the cycling is not safe right. the walking is not safe so what we do then we start getting vehicles we take an uber or we take an ola oh uber ola is again share mobility so i am not i am taking about personal vehicle so in delhi ncr in gurgaon two two member family has three cars right so it is like that why we need why we need it so recently the new motor vehicle act 2019 came out uh, do you think regulations really will help us create better roads or safer roads so a politically it should be actually if we enforce it in a way see regulation is there but if we can't enforce it then there is of no use okay so enforcement is the challenge do we need like a radical shift in how we just think about urban transportation and mobility like or do we need slow incremental shift in preferences and awareness like how do you see things playing out like i'll give an example um you know in europe post the second world war a lot of cities were rebuilt from ground up because they had been completely destroyed it was very tragic uh, but europeans used that rebuilding as an opportunity to properly plan their cities so a lot of these cities we think they are hundreds and hundreds of years old but in reality they're not very old they're just 70 80 90 years old in india by you know by contrast all our cities they've grown organically and the planning has not kept up so yes. do we need so, to like completely destroy our cities before building it up again or how do we go about it no we can rebuild it actually we can actually redevelop everything it's very easy to do it's not a rocket science even for example amsterdam i will say how it become a the cycling city of the world yeah it was not there 30 years back forget about 50 70 or 90 years they destroyed flyovers they stopped road widening and built cycle tracks and footpath simple they stopped building more roads that's it same thing in south korea they destroyed the kilometers of this flyovers which was cutting through the city in the center of the city they destroyed those flyovers and built walkways public spaces and cycle tracks so multiple kind of public spaces you know for recreation kids going playing kids doing skating and multiple things this is a livable city what we call this is a sustainable smart city what we call where our women can loiter whatever time when they want when kids can go out and play without any adults uh, assistance Mm-hmm. this is what we want right or my daughter can go and cycle uh, to school this is what we want and it is not rocket science it is easily doable if we prioritize it 
of course change is always difficult change will always have you know resistance but we have to overcome with these two things once we overcome with these two things we change is possible it is it is easily possible actually what we actually demonstrating in few of our walks in haryana and gurgaon and many other cities like pune bhuvneshwar is doing although it's a small thing still it has not been prioritized that it should be but at least this change has started so you know all this small small thought process change the things important thing as i said is you know the paradigm shift is in developing that will power that we need to give more and more space to walking and cycling infrastructure when you when you say will power are you talking about political will power or will power of citizens to demand services like this from their uh, you know all representatives all 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 actually political will power administrative will power and citizens also because most of the time citizens also demand wrong thing they all most of the citizens will demand for more roads they will they all always demand for most of the citizens you go anywhere oh traffic jam traffic jam these people are not building there should be a flyover in this even people like you know no expert no transportation expert but they will give this recommendation to build more roads okay why government should build a flyover here here because there is a traffic jam they don't see that they should they can reduce the traffic and solve the traffic jam and how do you see us changing citizen awareness and citizen preferences for things like this is it by doing these smaller projects and demonstrating to people that yeah this can work or do you think we need like larger awareness campaigns how do you see this playing out have awareness campaign and demonstrating both actually so uh, actually when we started ragiri day 7 years back there were hardly people aware about the benefit of walking and cycling or intend to i'm talking about the middle class but the irony is any city in our country if you calculate 50% people actually walk by choice by choice actually because they cannot afford even public transport system they cannot afford share auto rickshaw in fact you know so they walk and they cycle so this is our mode share in our city anyway okay think if this people also shifting to vehicle what will happen because always i see that we are the mirror image of the government so we all have to also come out from the comfort zone so through ragri we try to actually uh, create that awareness among people amongst the citizens and amongst the decision maker also why we need it second thing is of course uh, uh, the political will power to prioritize it because they also get lot of uh, uh, pressure from different verticals to build more roads so it is like that it's a chicken and egg situation where both the road users and road developers has to work together and understand that this more roads and more vehicles is killing more people than any diseases the way we like you know india has 2% of motor vehicle but 11% of the people dying due to road traffic crashes is from india that's a large Same thing in the pollution right yeah and that's a large public health problem biggest public health problem so uh, as per who also you know right now it is ninth leading cause of unnatural death and by 2030 it is going to be fifth or third leading cause of death globally so you know initiatives like ragiri day right like they stay in our mind and they give us a lot of hope and they also provide a model for concerned citizens to replicate in their cities how do you recommend they go about it 
you know if i was to do something like this in let's say dehradun or bangalore mm. how would i how would i go about it is it possible for Post- citizens to do something like this absolutely this is done by citizen this by i always say it is by citizen for citizen and of citizen rakhi is nothing to do with me actually or any of our co-founder it is just because of the people it is driven by people people accepted the concept and they drived it mm-hmm. so it is nothing to do with us actually so you as easily you can do it in dehradun also you know uh, talk to like minded people have the data in your hand why you need it go to government you know department and say that hey we want to do it talk to youth engage school children engage uh, you know education institute and just go with the data why you need it that is very important data is very important talking you know that why we need it and how all these cities and can giving be- the best practices across globe how they have come out from all these issues so this is very much very much doable actually what are comparable model cities for india to learn from like you know we can give examples of european cities but tell us something closer home that you think we can learn from and we can replicate here of course i will say gurgaon because gurgaon has demonstrated many good things actually so first again sirhagri started from gurgaon then we started the car free day which is a we try to push people to at least drop not using vehicle once in a weekday because ragri happens on weekend so we said why not doing something on weekday also then again gurgaon has now started demonstrating lot of street design work also prioritizing pedestrian and cyclist luckily we have very well meaning officers in gurgaon now and in in the state level also so this whole thing is basically and i must say haryana again ragri scaled up to old district in haryana Rah- haryana has started vision zero program to road reduce road traffic fatality again vision zero program itself is the whole package on working on the same line you know uh, when we are talking about road safety then we are talking about improving the road quality improving the road design so all see all these thing has been demonstrated in haryana and in gurgaon itself so uh, i know that you're an avid cyclist uh and i understand that in the lockdown a lot of people took to cycling and they you know they found like a new joy in it uh was that the push we needed uh you know this lockdown to understand the kind of potential that cycling has when it comes to public transport yeah lockdown has so some of this that you know people started cycling because i think many also started cycling because the gyms were closed right if now i analyze it and many people started enjoying and now they permanently shifted to cycling okay but you know once the lockdown over first unlock and we can see this vehicles yeah but somehow i feel still we have not realized the benefit of that blue sky which we had in that 3 4 months right we didn't still we really really need to work more on this really need to sensitize people towards it everybody i know posted that you know how the birds are back to their backwards and their balconies how the blue sky is how but somehow it was so short term this short-term. is what we need right yeah and that was that is the opportunity that government has right now the uh, the, para- the pandemic has shown us that that you know there is the change is possible 
if you can lock down the vehicle simple thing people can live without vehicle yeah right and again due to pandemic also people realize that you know that there is no need of so much of mobility or every day right so now this whole work from home culture and all this thing so we don't need more roads anymore we don't need vehicles anymore right so what right. we need is more and more in investment in public transport system and more and more investment in walking and cycling infrastructure and we should just stop building more roads in the cities Got of it. course i think we need more roads for connecting the one city to another highways. like highways right. highways or of course there is we need economic growth definitely our economy has to grow we need economic growth so we should focus on freight uh, freight uh, part of transportation then you know personal vehicles mm-hmm. and of course we need roads in to connect good good quality roads in connecting villages connecting highways connecting towns and cities but inside the city once the city has the, like you know inside the city definitely what we need is these three things public transport walking and cycling that's it that is the only solution there is no other solution actually so there there's a lot of like new technical solutions that have come in like you know like pods individual pods for people or even things like drone transport i don't know how successful it's going to be but what what is your take on that i'm actually sorry i don't want to come because see we are humans right yeah so what is it? we are born to run or we are born to walk or like you know mm-hmm. we want to be healthy right and if we want to be healthy then we need to walk and cycle right so and then all these things this whole technology driven thing i don't know but like you know i see that picture of you know more cars and more electric cars it is not going to solve the traffic then what is if more vehicle is going to lead to more roads right yeah so this is we say cycle then so you think let's just go back to the fundamentals yes we need to we have to there is no other solution otherwise i don't see like you know few years i think in next 10 20 years we will we will be nowhere right. we will be carrying oxygen cylinders with us so you think even global warming climate change all of these so play into it we need then we will keep on carrying oxygen cylinders with us <laughs> <laughs> but it's so it's so obvious to to me now that you're talking about it and it's so obvious to anyone who will think even a little bit about it why is it taking so much time for us to understand this i don't know i think the vision or something uh, so you know when you talk it looks so obvious actually <laughs> but when you practice we thinks it's a challenge right. as i said that now you need we are in that small cocoon mm-hmm. and we don't want to come out from that comfort level Right. problem is that none of us want to sacrifice that comfort level that is the problem nothing else and we are not thinking that you know that sitting in that ac car is damaging so much right of course if you effort you can have a car with for your emergency i'm not saying that you should not have a vehicle you should not have a house of course you should have a house you should have one house or 10 house we just need to balance between need and greed got it no no it makes sense so that is the thing if you greed is damaging the environment not the need okay i had two more just like quick follow up questions one was around the brt in delhi 
you know it it existed it was around and then uh, there was a lot of opposition to it post which it got uh, it got removed so it wasn't like the government didn't intend for it to to be there like they wanted people to use more buses but they just weren't able to do it because the kind of opposition they received yeah in that also the planning and implementation um, uh, there is a lack of planning and implementation i must say okay because uh, you know uh, uh it's really sad when i see that you know brts is delhi in is a failure but in simultaneously in other indian cities is a success like in indore like bhopal or in ahmedabad ha even bhopal has so been pretty in, successful in bhopal also in indore is a huge success right but nobody talks about it because okay. once everything rolls around delhi either mm-hmm. is a success or a failure metro yes. is a success that's leprecate metro it might be fail in other cities no right you know right. brt is a failure so don't do it let's scrap the whole brt concept in the world right it is not it is not like that you know i think multiple parameters i just don't want to highlight but there were multiple parameters behind uh, uh, scrapping brts or the unsuccessful brts uh, system in delhi actually mm-hmm. so it's not just one thing well and now is as good a time as any to wrap this conversation up uh, thank you so much sarika you were informative you were insightful and your passion is completely infectious uh, thank you so much for being with us on the show thank you prachi for giving me this platform so i think uh, at least it will reach to lot many people what we are talking right uh, so hopefully it will be really helpful for making some good kind of decisions Definitely. Thank you.